what is the strategy? Are you trying to drive awareness of your brand? Are you dry, trying to drive trial, meaning people to purchase your product? Like you got to understand what it is that you're, what's your goal and what your strategy is. And then you figure out how you can go ahead and do that. It's that time again, my friends, for another episode of The Yogi Show. Today we are dropping a fun episode we have nicknamed the Brochacho episode with Mr. Corey Sines. Yogi Brian and I met Corey via Instagram as a loyal follower of Namaste AF and of Yogi Memes who loved commenting on our posts and sharing badass pictures with us of him doing killer yoga poses on the hills of Orange County. These days we recognize Corey as one of our heroes. He's a yoga dad, a brand guru, a marketing genius, an inspirational leader, and is funny as shit. Truth be told, without Corey, there's a 99% chance the Yogi Show podcast would have never been born. You'll hear all about it in this episode and how it all began. Corey also shares some personal insights with us on how yoga took him at a later stage of his life deep down the rabbit hole and how yoga truly helped him leave the corporate world and gave him the confidence to go all in on himself as an entrepreneur. It's never too late, my friends, to make a change. If you're hearing this message right now and you need to switch some things up in your daily life or your routine, find just one thing that you can switch today that can help you make that shift. You just got to start. Do something to start to move the needle. Allow this to be the invitation. Since Corey is like a brand guru, and I mentioned that earlier, it's only fitting that we are officially launching the merch section on theyogishow.com this week. This is one of the ways you can truly help support the podcast by grabbing some merch such as stickers, t-shirts, tank tops, and who knows what other gems may pop up in and out of the store as we go. Guess you'll have to head over to theyogishow.com to check it out. See all the goodies that are available while you're listening. We appreciate your support. Podcasting has truly been a labor of love, and we really appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Another way to support the show is if you're not already subscribed or following the Yogi Show podcast, please take a second to do so now. It would mean the most. If you're loving this show and streaming on Apple, please review it. And please, 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 the most important way or the most positive way that you can share this is just by telling someone that you love, by telling Karen, hey, check this out, lighten it up a little bit, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, put it in your Instagram story, wherever it is that you share things, tell somebody. We appreciate it so much. With all that being said, thank you, and let's jump right to it with Mr. Corey Signs. All right, welcome to the show, Mr. Corey Sines. Thank you for being here, brother. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you guys D- for having me. Dude, I am so grateful that you're here. How are you, Karen Jacobs? Karen is doing good today. I'm Karen. Guys, I logged into Zencaster, our recording software, as Karen Jacobs. So changing my name. <laughs> Some people have spiritual names. I have a Karen name, so... I knew, you this have po- I knew this podcast was going to be lit when I saw the you name know Karen. It. You I, know, Hurricane I, Karen I just on. hit landfall today. Hopefully everybody's landed. safe out there, but it's Karen. So Dude, no so one's bad. safe. You know, I was just reading. <laughs> Nobody's safe if Karen is out in the Atlantic Ocean. 
<laughs> I just saw something that 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 Karen uh, storm might go up and do a loop and come towards Florida. You know, like they feed all the fears. All of the hurricanes are sponsored by Home Depot and Publix uh, because that's you know they get all the money from everyone that needs to buy shit. For right. She's making sure that you are not going to do your beach yoga, man. No. Yeah. Like no beach yoga. Karen's Ow. like, we're not doing any beach yoga. Fuck Ow. your Karen's beach yoga. Karen's like, Pedro. nope. Because there's no manager to complain to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Holy shit. So context for the listeners. Corey Signs is uh is we, we call him Guru Corey. He's amazing. And without Corey Signs, I don't I honestly don't think the Yogi Show podcast is happening if uh if we never met Corey Brian. What do you think about that? I yeah. If we didn't met meet Corey, I don't think this podcast would happen. I mean uh, Corey's been I don't like think so. a foundation. No, a foundation seriously for us. A, a brochacho support. Yeah. Yeah. Like seriously, since the inception of our friendship, when we met on Instagram over a year ago, I think now, yeah. uh, honestly, like you've inspired the shit out of me to like level up my game, to be a better dad, to be a better human, um, yogi. I mean, it's all of the feels. So, nice. you know, before we get into like your background and who you are, just know that how grateful that Karen Jacobs and I are for you being here <laughs> on the show and uh, and being part of our life. No joke. Well, I had to make sure that you guys didn't embarrass yourself from a branding perspective. <laughs> yeah, he's the brand guru too. We'll get into that too. <laughs> yeah, Corey definitely you know. helps out with the branding and helps us you know. stay out of our fucking way. I'm just, yeah, just I'm proud of you guys. What came as an idea, you guys with, you know, very little coaching. There's just so much value that the two of you guys are sharing with the world. And it's very cool for me to see this manifest. Oh, man, that means the most, dude. Seriously. Thank Thanks, you. Corey. We're having a bromance. This is the bromance episode. I think the title if this <laughs> title of the episode isn't bromance. We should have changed it to bromance. It's going to be bromance. <laughs> And bromances oh, yeah. are 100% okay out there. Everybody that's listening, and if you got a bromance, you got oh, yeah. a brochacho mance, fucking embrace that shit. It's, it's good for the soul, it's good man. for the soul. It, yeah. it is. It is, man. So, Corey. Yes. Tell the listeners. So, you're, you're a yoga dad. We're all yoga dads, actually. All three of us. We're all yoga dads. But you haven't been a yoga dad, like, as long as we've been yoga dads. Um, like when did you, st- how long you been doing yoga for my, I don't even, I honestly don't know the number. Uh, four years. I came four. to yoga very late in the game. Uh-huh. I'm uh, mid fifties. I didn't do teacher training. I'm probably one of your only guests. Yet. Not an instructor. <laughs> Yet. Um, I came to yoga. Um, I was kind of begrudgingly dragged to my wife's yoga studio. Um, mm. I've had the ill misconception that yoga was a bunch of hippie shit. And mm-hmm. at the time when I was uh, VP of Coca-Cola, I was traveling every week and for years of travel, it fucked up my back. So oh, no doubt. they didn't know Sitting what was wrong. Planes. Oh my God. They didn't know what was wrong with my back. I mean, I did MRIs the whole bit. And my wife just said, you know what? You should just come to yoga with me. It's a cool little studio. I think that you'll enjoy it. And I felt embarrassed because I couldn't like even touch my toes. Like, bro, yeah. I literally would put my mat in the far corner, hoping that like <laughs> nobody would come adjust me or see me or talk to me. Right. And I absolutely <laughs> fell in love with it. And yoga yeah. has changed my life. Yeah. I love that story, man. And that's so, you know, and as a male going to yoga late to the game, feeling stiff AF not knowing about the spiritual hippie shit or the rabbit hole that you're about to encounter. 
super intimidating, super intimidating. Very intimidating. And you know what my, what has made it really special and it's not for everybody. The little studio I go to, it's pretty small, but it's really Zen and it has allowed me to kind of, I mean, A, I get the exercise, but it has allowed me to tap into something deeper and connect with something on a more meaningful level that really has surprised the fuck out of me. Yep. And I got to give, you know, a little shout out to my little yogi tribe that has kind of pulled it out of me. I mean, there's fucking chanting and essential oils and adjustment and the whole vibe just really, you know, it rocks my world and I'm obsessed with it. I was like that hashtag yoga every damn day. I mean, that's me. Yeah. Twice a day. Twice a day. I'm double dipping. Yo. Yeah, and you're upside down like <laughs> fucking 90% of your life, man. Like an, inver- an inversion junkie, man. You are. You, you are, are. You are the inversion junkie. You are. You're literally hashtag inversion junkie, Corey. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, you know, I've, I run out with a, you know, kind of a little bit of an older crowd and they're seeing my stuff on Instagram. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how are you getting all shredded? And like, you know, what is this yoga thing? And how has it changed you? So I kind of got more into it, you know, just sort of sharing it. Cause I think that my friends from what I'm hearing, they're either a laughing at my ass, which I don't, <laughs> know, which I don't give a fuck or no, B, of course not. <laughs> or B they're being honest and they're like wanting to know, like, you know, how is this yeah. transforming you? Cause you look good. You obviously seem very happy and it really has yep. had a meaningful, you know, uh, change in my life. Absolutely, man. And that's the thing is like the people that are like, you know, kind of like poking fun, like, like, you know, that light joking, laugh, Karen ish, those are the people that really deep down want to ask you like on the side, like, dude, what are you doing? Cause right. I, I, I want to be a part of it, but I, I'm like, I'm so insecure and I'm so, vo- I, I can't, like, I can't come out and say that, but that's really what they're thinking. You know what I mean? That's really and, how it is. And my personality, I think why the three of us jive is, you know, at the end of the day, I don't take myself really seriously. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy no. life and I was really sort of attracted to the snarky sort of sense of humor of like, hey, it's just fucking yes. yoga at the end of the day. <laughs> and when I first started, you know, kind of new to Instagram, looking around all the yogi stuff, and I see this namaste, <laughs> AF, I'm like, whoa, what is that? And I ordered a hat, <laughs> and, you know, I kind of really got into it. And it just, it sort of speaks to my soul. It's like, at the end of the day, it means a lot to me, but I'm also the first one to poke fun at my own little Instagram post of me being shirtless and fucking doing inversions <laughs> in the middle of a park on a in Tuesday at 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Give, giving the, uh, the little, uh, moms a treat to see this, uh, half naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. That's so good, man. That's awesome. I'm so happy right now. Seriously. I'm glad that you found yoga and that yoga found you and that you found us because you found Brian first. Yeah. You found Brian. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I remember you were commenting and liking the pics just and then then you ordered a hat and I'm like, "Fuck, this guy is cool." And then you took a picture of the hat. And then I found out what you actually did. I'm like, "Holy shit. Like this guy's big time in marketing and he likes my fucking hats." Like, "What's up, Corey?" And then just just the bromance started from there. Just commenting and then I started following you and then seeing your inversions and your practice and and then, yeah, uh, yeah I get friends no, with, become fun. friends with Pedro. And then we're like, man, this Corey guy's fucking. I remember know. when I said that to you, I, I remember Brian, I messaged you and I was like, this guy, Corey is always commenting on my shit. And like, <laughs> do you know, like, do you know, him? he's like, oh yeah, really? like he ordered a hat yeah. for me, you know? <laughs> 
Well, the best, the best, the best is when we got together in LA. In LA, man. That was awesome. That's where the Yogi Show was born. The Yogi Show podcast. Yeah. The 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 podcast was literally born on the top of Runyon, Runyon, uh, Runyon Cannon Hills. What's it called, Corey? Uh, Runyon. Runyon Park. Yeah. Yeah. That's where. Do you remember that, Brian? Walking up those steps, like that's where the and walking down. That is where. The Yogi Show podcast was literally born we said, that morning. We said, let's do it. Because we had been throwing the idea around. The, the crazy thing is we, like Pedro, you and I were like doing calls sometimes here and there, just like throwing ideas back and forth. And then just came up like the Yogi Show, like just joking around, like, oh, we'll do a Yogi Show. And then you're like, Yogi Someday, Show. Like, yeah. You just like, Yogi Show, that's it. They were like, we'll do an Instagram live. And, you know, yeah. just... It's amazing. Well, it's been amazing for me. If I think back a year ago, you know, I'm into kind of like data analytics and looking at how people are building their brands and stuff and the growth and the number of people that you have touched and your followers and how they've grown in a short period of time, like from a branding perspective, you know, and a friendship is like, you guys are not a one trick pony of just like doing the podcast and calling it a day. Like I'm on your ass, like, Man, there's a, there's a book in you guys. There, I know. There's this, there's that. Like, there's a there's so much more runway for you guys to provide value to folks. And I have uh, nothing but you know extreme admiration for what you guys are doing. Thank you, Corey. I remember when you told me. I think you told both of us that maybe a year ago. And guys, you heard it here first. That one day, I know Brian is definitely writing a book, and I'm 99% sure that I'm writing a book. Um, that I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the title of mine is yet. Brian, what's the title of your book? It's just fucking yoga. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's it's gonna happen. You know, it's like and Corey, you've inspired me to to put forth that effort into, you know, it was it started as making memes. You know, it was just innocent memes about whatever and then it grows into other things like um other business ventures and people start noticing that you you actually wait you don't just make memes you actually like teach yoga like yeah i actually teach yoga too like i can't make these yoga memes if i don't teach yoga (laughs) (laughs) like how the fuck am i gonna connect with it you know and then it grows into you know the instagram live and the stories and the, the now the podcast and the all the ventures man and it's been um it's been rolling, and I really think book is coming down the road for me. It is, um, man. I'm, I'm curious you. to know what it's going to be, though. You know, your uh, your guy, your guys' tentacles are already out there, and like literally two days ago, my uh, one of my instructors, Leslie, noticed one of the memes that you guys had featured me, kind of playful, <laughs> made fun of my ass way back when. He was I like, remember that. He was like, "Holy shit!" You know, I'm like scrolling through, and I see this like. You guys have this loyal following. Um, you know, yeah. you kind of have these like disciples out there that they're living <laughs> and the diehards, uh, the diehards, and yeah. the value and the humor that you guys put out. It's just, it's, it's fucking madness. I love it, Corey. Thank yeah. you, thank you, and I, and I really appreciate that. I know Pedro appreciates it, and it's like it really is. I don't know with with you coming in and just really helping us out and just being in that. Brochacho, brochachoness. I mean, we're, we're in group texts, all three of us. Like, I talk to you guys daily. You know, we all throw yeah. ideas off each other, and it's really all about value and stuff. Dude, so it's like it's a, more like hourly. I'm driving and <laughs> I, and, ding. and and ding ding, the little message on the car thing pops up. You know, Pedro yeah. and then Brian, then Pedro, then Brian. Yeah, <laughs> and my wife's that's like. What it, 
what the hell's going on with the brochachos <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, my, my son's like, you know, Noah, he's always like, hey, show Pedro this. Show, show Corey this, you know, like his yoga pose or whatever. It's like, it's fam. Yeah. It's fam. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing about um, segue that into like connection, right? And like meaningful connections is that if you're out there listening to this podcast and you're looking for a yoga tribe, right? Like let's just say you do yoga at home. And you don't really have anyone to like connect with. You don't go to a studio, so it's like in your your friends don't do yoga. So it's like, who do you talk to about yoga? You know, like find maybe you like this happened organically. You know, if you're in the same space of something that you like to be, like let's say it's memes or let's say it's like inspirational content, and you're commenting on pages, you will see the same people commenting on those pages too. Yes. You'll see the same people liking your comments. Send them a message. You know what I mean? Send them a message. Like, what's up? You're into this too. Who knows what spawn, like what comes of that? You'll never know. You'll never know. So just because you can't physically be in the presence of someone to make uh, a connection. I live in South Florida. Corey lives in, in, in Orange County, California, and Brian lives in Phoenix. Okay. We don't even live anywhere near each other. And we're able to connect all the time yeah. because we put in that effort. We put in it that energy matter. and yeah, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? So, it's so true. There's there's Instagram, there's FaceTime, texts, and yeah, yeah, all of it. And and you can go meet up, you know, a couple times a year, and you still have that that yeah. connection. You still can throw ideas off, send memes back and forth, you know. Yeah, and have fun. You know, you don't have to be next. To, like it's hard. Like sometimes it's hard to make friends um, that are like minded because like you don't hang like you don't physically go out with those people. You can find them on the internet. You know what I mean? You can be real friends in real life like we are, IRL in real life. <laughs> so the whole the whole yoga uh, kind of wellness space is really interesting for me, not only for my personal journey, kind of what I um, have gone through, but from a business perspective, because um, I do work with a lot of brands that are in the health and wellness space. Yeah. And, you know where a lot of brands are, are trying to go is, you know, these micro influencers, people mm -hmm. like you guys, man, that have, you know, a good amount of following and that are putting authentic uh, and organic content out. They're not force feeding a bunch of marketing bullshit. And really that is such a huge thing that, you know, brands are really sort of striving for. So yeah. I see the level of Instagram kind of changing in terms of, you know, how people are really interfacing with brands and, so I'm always like, you know, sort of examining and looking at that stuff. Plus, you know, I love putting my shit up of me and another, you know, fancy inversion. So what the, what, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why know? not? Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And let me ask you this question. So getting like going to inversions and let's take it back to your first class and like how you um, grew it into your thing. Did, you know, as a, uh, let's call it brand, you know, brand guru as, as what you do in marketing, you know, now you're all in like, it's you and Corey. Like there's, you're the president, the CEO, the boss, the, the everything, the secretary, the market, you're everything. You know, do you, how much of yoga had an impact on you, like going all in on yourself? Because that's going to, what's going to really add a lot of value to listeners. You know, how much of that helped you and like what parts do you use in your daily life off the mat? So what, that's a great question. 100% it has definitely affected me and I think what it allowed me to do is really sort of trust my gut intuition much more. Mm -hmm. And I always kind of had this little nagging sort of voice on my shoulder, like, you know, at some point you should go do your own thing. 
I worked in very large companies uh, where I was probably spending more time at doing sort of the politics and leadership and things. And I really wasn't doing what was sparking joy for me, which is true marketing and working Mm -hmm. on brand strategy. And, and it just kind of, I had my aha moment that I think was channeled through yoga and me being sort of more in touch with myself. It kind of gave me the confidence, you know, and the intuition to be like, this is my time. And I've been filled with gratitude because I, you know, was pretty thoughtful. I didn't do just a, a fuck you, dear John letter, you know, right, and, right. And, and, you know, drop the keys at the door. You know, I, I did. I'm, I'm a big believer. Karen would be pissed. Yeah. I'm a big believer at the proper goodbyes. And for me to like walk away, you know, from 30 years of being quote, the corporate guy to truly starting my own thing was a big leap of faith. Um, you know, I'm also fortunate that I've got tremendous support from my wife, you know, for like wanting to, you know, make sure that my vision was kind of brought to life. And I kind of had this whole thing and it is way taken off beyond my expectation. And I do back to your question. I attribute a lot of kind of the mindset that yoga has allowed me to kind of, you know, go on this journey. It's mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm in better shape than I was in my 40s, thanks to yoga. Right. And I practice right. every day and I work hard. But it is like unopened this lotus flower and allowed me to peel back layers. My wife makes comments that I'm not an angry asshole all the time, like mm-hmm. I used to be like a type <laughs> A personality, like I've gotten more patience. You know, my family, they, they tease me endlessly about this, but it truly has like leveled me out in a lot of different ways, which again, I think one of the things that I was attracted to Brian's namaste as fuck is <laughs> my kind of thing right now is like zero fucks. Like I'm yep. doing my thing and it's going well because I'm not concerned by all the other sort of noise yeah. that I'm pretty fo- I'm pretty focused and focus is really the key thing. And when I get on my mat, I don't think about all the other shit going on. It just allows me to focus and it's provided a lot of clarity for me. Right on, right on. That was a long ass answer. No, that's, that's a great answer. <laughs> that's so much, so much in that, that everybody out there that's listening to it just goes back to my favorite quote ever is that practice yoga and it'll practice yoga and it'll, uh, the rest of the universe will take care of itself. That and it's just fucking yeah. yoga too. Yeah. I, well, I think that, so it's like my physical body, um, kind of is the, fucking jacked. Ripped. You know, it, it had benefits in, um, the business side, but I think the most important thing, you know, I take pride in, in me as being a marketer, but really is about me being a family man and a good husband. Yes. And I yep. think what yoga has allowed me to tap into is kind of more patience and being present. Mm, yes. Um, when I mm-hmm. worked at Coca-Cola and I was on a 24-7 hamster wheel, you Fuck know, it, it's, it's very difficult. I did give up a lot in missing kids things due to travel and stuff and where I'm at now is in a really good place because, you know, I'm present. Uh, I'm making lunches for my kid, dropping them off to school every day. Like that kind of shit you don't get to do do-overs on. No, exactly. There's no second chance at that. You're taking Instagram pictures of their desserts. I mean, (laughs) 
<laughs> milkshakes are yeah. on the yeah, story. Absolutely. So yeah. it's I, it's it's allowed me to, I guess, focus more on work life balance. I'm always a bit, bit have yeah. been a big proponent of that, but I'm really like you know putting my money where my mouth is on right, really being practicing. A, it. Yeah, being able to dial it up. Yeah, exactly. I think about that. Uh, you know, I walk my daughter to the bu- the bus stop. Okay, so it's maybe a let's call it a ten minute round trip to go there, wait for the bus to come, walk back, and um, you know she could walk by herself. She's old enough, definitely, to walk by herself. But I have this. I have this. Th- I had the thought today of like, some like I could just let her do that. But those ten minutes that I take to walk with her are so meaningful to her mine and her relationship mm-hmm. that if I didn't do that, like I would be missing out. And that those days, like those, like those aren't forever. You don't get to keep doing that when they're 20 years old or 30. Like there's no more bus stop days after like like high school or whatever. Like there's no more bus stop days. So taking the time with being present and not even like forget the phone and all that stuff. Just walk with my daughter to the bus stop, just me and her, and then get her on the bus, kiss and a hug. And then I'll see you in a little while. You know, like that goes such a long way for me. And that's where, that's like yoga. You know, that's yoga. The intention behind the action of like being present with what is, is that's yoga for me in these days, 100%. I love it. You know, that's how I feel. And then, Brian, when you eat your donuts with yeah, no, I, like I was the just same thinking, thing, you know, I was just thinking it's your that, little yeah. ritual. I love it. And I love when you guys sit, text me pictures of that because you're much younger, mm-hmm. you're much younger than me, than me. And I think of you guys as little brothers, and your kids mm-hmm. are definitely at a different stage. Right. Um, so I enjoy seeing you guys as young dads trying to juggle all that shit um, <sighs> because it's, it's tough. Um, it is. It's definitely tough. But you know what? You guys are you're fucking killing it, and I'm really proud yeah. of you for doing the that. The juggle. The juggle is real. The, ju- yeah, the juggle, the juggle is, real. is real. I just made that up. You got to put that on a shirt. <laughs> Trademark that yeah, right now. We're putting that on a shirt. Magoo, we're going to delete it off this real. podcast so no one else can. We're deleting it so no one else right, can hear yeah. it. I delete that shit. I, I got a logo in my head already. <laughs> Send it, Corey. We'll have it. We'll have it ready for this episode for sure. Yeah. yeah, by the time the episode comes, if you're hearing this right now, there may be a shirt on the website available that says the juggle is real. <laughs> I already have a fame. I already have a, a couple of famous people that that are that are interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, this is great. Man. This is this is organic and real, man. This is how this goes. Man. This is how this goes. Oh my gosh, um, but yeah, it's like you know, the, balancing the life as a as a as a dad and a parent. Uh, a parent, whatever, mom, dad, what doesn't matter, yeah. is is challenging in these times. Um, so much distraction yeah, is available yeah. at any moment. So being present in our children's lives is so key. And I guess, let me ask you this, um, Corey. How do you think, and Brian, this will go for you too, but Corey, you go first. How do you think we can get more dads, or maybe men, let's start with dads, dads to get to the yoga mat? What do you think we could offer? Like, is there something that we could offer a listener right now that's, uh, let's say, a spouse that's maybe a husband like like you like needs like really could benefit from it, but it has this wall. What do you think we could offer them that piece of advice to get that person to the mat? Well, I think definitely with the humor, um, mm-hmm. because it's very sort of male uh, kind of driven. I mean, it you know, yeah. I think with that, I think kind of showcasing and having a little not to get too marketing technical, but having a little brand strategy of coming up with ways to sort of connect with this consumer. 
yep. just sort of break down the stigmatism. Mm. Um, yeah. And a lot's changed. Like half the classes now are like all dudes, you know, right? um, yeah. that are there, yeah, they're pulling off their shirts. They don't give a fuck. They're there to have, have their connection on their mat. And, right. and I think that's right. beautiful. And it's not just all young dudes. It's old dudes as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's I awesome. That. But having you guys that. as the voice and the vehicle to help make that sort of transition connection to them, I think that's, a, that's really important. Yeah. Share this episode. This is a great episode. Like if you're listening right now and you have a, a, a yoga dad person in your life, or just a male in your life, anybody, a male in your life specifically that's like hesitant about like getting to the mat, like here's three guys that I never thought of my, I didn't even know what yoga was, right. you know, for a long time. And that, um, and Corey, obviously you were a little resistant. Brian used to make fun of yoga. Mm -hmm. That's how this, that's how he started his Instagram. (laughs) So, I mean, think about that. Like share this podcast with them. Like, it's not so serious. Lighten it up. There's three guys here that are here to support. Send a, send me a DM, send a message, send an email. We will respond, uh, for sure. Yeah. But Brian, what do you think? I I would say if there's any dudes out there that want to just put their socks on easier or touch their toes easier, (laughs) like just fucking go to yoga because, that was like my big thing that once I started doing yoga, I'm like, fuck, I can kind of balance on one foot and put my sock over the other foot and I can breathe because my belly, my belly is like less and I just don't yeah. feel like I'm fucking dying. It used to suck yeah. when I used to put my socks on pre-yoga. Like that was breaking out of sweat, trying to go to fucking work, trying to get these <laughs> socks on. So if you're a dude out there and you just want to put your socks on better, you don't want anything else other than yoga yoga is going to help you out. But what I, can I add on <laughs> yeah, to that though. too? Is like, Please you do. Know, for me, it started as a physical thing. Like I needed to sort of get in shape. And so I was there initially where your head's in like, am I holding the pose right? Like you're thinking mm-hmm. about the physical act. And it's over time that sort of slowly you get into the, the, mind, drop the, in. the, the mindfulness aspect of it. Yep. And what I've been able to take away from the mat and apply it just to daily how to manage stress, it's 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 just as valuable as the move the movement part. So it's interesting how it's kind of multi layered, and it's just over time that you can't just think that you have to show up once and it's going to be all you know magic and fucking unicorns. Yeah, no, you got to no. work at it, and yeah, it's um, a practice. It's a practice. And it's not going to be one day the light bulb goes off and, you know, it's like, oh, shit, I'm, you know, really zen. Right. It's like you got to definitely work yeah, at yeah. it. It's like that. It's like that thing. Oh, hold on one second. It's like that thing you sent yesterday, Corey, about like this 30 sec. Was it like this 30 second of or 30 minutes of work took 10 years of practice to right. get this perfect like 30 minute of like whatever it was, you know. So it's like it's like that saying of like all the practice builds up. To that moment where like you have that big aha moment you didn't just have the aha moment all of a sudden like you've been working on that aha moment for a number of practices or time right. whatever right. it is yeah you know and i see so much uh consumer um insights as it relates to brands where consumers are so overloaded with technology and everything information. else going on the, on the world that there's this thirst that brands are trying to connect with consumers to almost do a digital detox and going mm-hmm. back and connecting with things that are real and what yep. better opportunity than like yoga, you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah it's um, The last thing that's been surprising is, you know, during my forties, I was very type a um, kind of just go, 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 try to build a career and being sort of selfish. 
Mm-hmm. And I think the, the benefits of yoga has also allowed me to think beyond myself and my family. And I actually got involved in a couple of charities and, and thinking about the community. Nice. Um, and just sort of, you know, paying it back and actually being involved in organizations that have personal meaning to me. I'm not getting paid for it. It does take time. But, it, you know, the feeling of like uh, being able to give back, that's part of the life the work-life balance equation that I feel is that I'm pretty full and blessed as, a, as a, a result of doing that. And I'd rather do it being healthy because of yoga versus like, you know, not being able to do that at all. So it's, there's things that continue to surprise me about my practice that I kind of attribute and go back to the, uh, the road that leads back to yoga. Is being a catalyst. Yeah. Seva, it's that service. We talked about that in a previous episode with Brian Kest, you know, about service and Seva and doing things because one, they make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, it's because it's like, this is just the right thing to do. You know, when I offer my time, I'm just offering my time. I'm not looking for anything in return. I'm offering right. my time as a being of service. And um, when you're in alignment with yourself and your core values, um, all of that just rolls out organically, you know, without force. You're able to serve and feel really good about it without any expectation of return. Mm-hmm. 100% on point. And especially like people out there listening, especially if you're a dad and you haven't practiced yoga before, you might be interested. Maybe your spouse is making you listen to this. And, and yeah. you know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean... And if you're listening to this, you haven't tried yoga, like there's something with yoga about moving your body and getting in these positions where, where even if you're just coming to your mat or coming to this place, this space, just for the physical aspects, which is going to help you physically. But if you just come for the physical, you're going to catch that little thing of Mm -hmm. peace, that little thing of like, dang, this feels really good. Like, I I don't know what it is because even in my meditation practice, I've been way more into meditation lately than the actual physical asana. And I went to a class a couple days ago and just being in the class, doing that physical asana, it was another connection with my body and just my mind and my breath that was just way more deep than anything else that I've done physically. So if you're on the edge of like, maybe I should do yoga, I I don't know, try it out. And I'd I'd suggest my buddy told me this when I was first starting yoga, because I'm I'm all I'm all in on things like, okay, I'm going to do yoga, I'm going to do 30 days in a row, (laughs) two times a day, and then I don't even do like three times a day, day, then I injure myself. My buddy said, try and go four times a week, just four times commit to four times a week, and and see how it goes. And I'm sure you can do four times a week, maybe three, but yeah, start. Brian, you really influenced me on uh, meditation. So I kind of dabbled with that, you know, initially when I first started, but then I just sort of went by the wayside. But then I started seeing all the different disciplines within yoga that you were kind of practicing and experimenting with. And, and, you know, that's now part of kind of my daily thing. That's the first thing I do when I get up is kind of roll out the mat, fucking light up the Palo Santo. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, kind of face to the sun, watch the sun rise. And that's kind of my me, t- me time, when, me it's time. Really, when it's really quiet in the house. And there's no agenda for me. Everybody's meditation 
could be different. You know, I sure. kind of just sort of allow whatever the first thing that sort of pops into my head, if there's a word or a mantra or a feeling, and I'll kind of just, you know, ruminate over it and, and let that sort of uh, gratitude kind of take hold. And that really does, you know, it sounds kind of hippy dippity shit, but it really does allow <laughs> me to feel balanced to start my day. Um, and I just, you know, it's not religious based. It's just for me to kind of just soak it all in that I've got a lot to be grateful for and grateful that the practice has allowed me to kind of crystallize and not just go through life doing a, a checklist running from here to there, but to sort of stop and be present with oneself um, and to recognize, you know, those sorts of things that are going on in your heart um, and recognize them. Absolutely. R recognizing, just being aware. And that's why just having a brochacho connection, I mean, we're all living different states, you know, like I learned something from Pedro, I learned something from you, Corey, you learned something from me. It's like you got this, you got this community yeah. you, and you can have this community worldwide through Instagram or through social media or through your phone or whatever. You can have this connection worldwide to talk about your practice. You don't have to be there physically. Talk about your practice. You know, there, there's a lot of things in Corey's practice. I mean, I run memes through Pedro and just <laughs> certain ideas. You know, we, we all got our strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. And Corey, I love what you said about... Um and I'll hit on yours too, Brian. But Corey, I love what you said about like you just kind of let it come to you. Yeah. You, know, you just kind of sit down and just allow it to come to you. And whatever is you're you're being present with your breath, being present with the moment. And like whatever turns out from there, if it's some physical movement or if it's some, you know, mantra that you state or you know, whatever it is, uh, it is yoga. You know, and some people are so rigid about like it has to be this, mm -hmm. like X, Y, Z in this order at this time it doesn't have to always be like that you know what i mean like if you can allow that shit to go and just let it happen organically there's some real magic in the present moment there for you mm -hmm. you know because the other stuff seems a little bit forced so yeah like letting it happen organically and with when you're have it when you found a good studio or instructors or people that you practice with the ones that allow you a little bit of that flexibility and they're not mm -hmm. as rigid. Um, and I've been pretty blessed to have a, a great little group of people at the yoga mat where I go and um, they recognize different levels that are in each class. And so there's different cues and mm -hmm. you know, whatnot. It's not the same kind of thing for everybody. And, mm -hmm. you, and you put into it and you take away what's sort of valuable to you. Um, that's, that's why it, it, it's very special. I hear people that have different types of practice, you know, core power. And you know what? It doesn't matter. You're getting on a mat and you're kind of having one with yourself. And I say all the power to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go for it. Exactly. Because you don't know what you're going to get in each class. I mean, yeah. w what the teacher might say might really resonate for you. And, and another student might not even hear it, you know, at that time. Yeah. So exactly. Because you can only hear what you can only like take in the information at the level of awareness that you're at. You know right. what I mean? So like if you're not vibrating up there as far as like understanding like these in-depth dynamic movements that uh, the teacher may be saying and you're just hearing like 
breathe. Like maybe you're just here and breathe because that's all you can do today. Right. You know, and the teacher's talking about all this other shit. You know, so it's all good. The yoga is just meeting you where exactly. you are. It's like my favorite I, things to say. I, I don't know that. where I ever heard that from, but whoever whoever taught me that, like thank you, gratitude yeah. for that person or that thing that taught me that. <laughs> it's funny because you guys have asked me and a lot of my friends asked me, especially now in the last, I don't know, year where I've really dialed up my kind of my yoga life, like on Instagram that I've shared, people know that I'm really into it. They asked me, well, when are you going to teach? And the answer is, it's like, A, I do teach. Uh, I do some other stuff, you know, for a university nearby. But this is kind of my me time. And as much as I uh, love kind of helping and, you know, guiding and instructing, this is kind of that time for me to sort of be on my mat and really sort of, you know, kind of be one with myself. And I think that uh, for me at this particular stage where I'm at, I'm, I'm not, it's not never say never, but right now right. I'm just so enjoying kind of being the student. I feel like I'm still back to that lotus flower thing. Haven't fully opened it up and realized the benefits of, of my practice, you know? Right. I feel like I need to go through a few more layers before that is something that I would I would even consider. Uh huh. What about would you consider doing a training just for to get more knowledge, depth, kind of thing with oh, a teacher that yeah. you were really connected? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But yeah. not to teach, like initially. No. no. But in, yeah. but who yeah. knows what it evolves to? But yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just curious. I know. mean, in my head, I you know I know I'd be a kick-ass teacher. I like. Of to, course you would. You know, we've got like uh, you know all the instruments and the singing bowl coming out to take and, your class and the adjustments and the essential oils. I, yeah, yeah, it would be lit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you'd be an amazing teacher, and I think you know with like like for me personally I never ever ever thought I would be a yoga instructor share this practice never thought I would and even even taking the teacher training I want to take the teacher training so I can be a better instagrammer and make fun of yoga and do yoga challenges <laughs> like that's why I did it I remember going to training and I was really like I wasn't focused Joke's on you yeah I, right <laughs> I wasn't focused on being a teacher I, I was not like actually teaching in a studio but <laughs> I want to pay three thousand so that I can make better memes. <laughs> right, right. Holy shit! Yeah, and uh, like when I taught my first class, when I was forced, I, I was forced to teach the class. I experienced a different practice. I experienced such a deeper level of my practice. It's and telling someone that has no like you, you can't experience it until you actually do it until you teach a mm-hmm. class and you're just you have that space you have that energy and you're leading a class through it and you're sharing what you know it's just a deeper level of practice so someday Corey, someday you might be someday, a teacher boys, you never know. hey this is yogi brian here with your mid episode trivia question i know y'all love trivia so we're gonna give you a trivia question and at the end of the show We're going to provide the answer to the trivia question. Now, no looking at your phones, no Googling the answer. We got to stay honest here. We want to know if you know the answer to the trivia question. So here we go. Here is the trivia question. Get ready for it. The trivia question is, which animal has the highest blood pressure? Which animal has the highest blood pressure? 
We will provide the answer at the end of the show. You better stay tuned. No cheating, y'all. Your yogis, no cheating. And also want to mention that this show is brought to you by Core Branding. Core Branding is a marketing plus branding agency with deep experience creating marketing programs that thread the needle. Get it? Thread the needle, your yogis. Thread the needle between retail and social marketing programs. Led by a 30-year consumer packaged goods and beverage expert, the core branding team has innovative consumer marketing programs for both startups and iconic brands. So basically this means for you, if you need a good branding marketer, reach out to core branding. Check out the show notes on the yogishow.com. That's where all the contact, that's where details are. That's where all the show notes are at. Check it out. But you better stay tuned to the end of this episode for your trivia answer. Now back to the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I got to get you Quinn, back. I got to get you back out to LA so we can Yeah, we got to uh, get to LA, man. Do some more to... uh, yoga on the yeah. beach. Yeah, we could it, yoga on the beach, more manifestation at Runyon. Like, yeah, a little, you know, little at, cafe gratitude. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the cafe, the grat. <laughs> the grat. Oh, yeah, fun, so fun fact good. here, fun fact here. Uh, my wife and I got married last February, and we did our honeymoon. We went to Disneyland for a week, and then we went on a cruise. <laughs> and Corey actually came and met us at Disneyland on our honeymoon. <laughs> I went on the honeymoon. <laughs> my, my wife said <laughs> it was cool. Honeymoon. Corey tagged yeah. along and our they're honeymoon. still married. It's just like, why are they're we still- meeting this dude on our honeymoon? Are you crazy? <laughs> no, I, I love Magoo. Uh, yeah, that was a really special day hanging out with you guys. That was that was Man. awesome. I remember getting this. I remember getting all the pictures, and I was like, I was like. What the fuck, oh, man? Like, Summer and I need to get out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's going on? Summer and I need to crash the honeymoon, too. <laughs> you know? Man. Well, this has been fantastic, man. Thank you, Corey, for, like, all of your wisdom, all of your insight, man. Let me let me ask you this, Corey. When you're in a rut, you know, like, in a rut, mm-hmm. yoga rut, let's talk mm-hmm. about, like, get, like, just that feeling of, like, like, you know, like, most days it's like, I can't wait to get on my mat, right? But sometimes you get, like, shit balls off the rails. And you're like, how do I get back? Like, how do I get back into alignment? You know what I mean? Yeah. What's your go-to? You got a go-to for the listeners, man? Because you're you're on the mat all the time. Like, what's your go-to if you fall off the wagon? If, well, I don't fall off the wagon, but what I have to do is <laughs> I, I got to keep my environment a little bit interesting. I don't want to just be in the same room. So mm-hmm. I've branched out outside, whether it's at the beach or the local park. I don't care what people think. I go to where yeah. I feel like a good and it's kind of like I discover like a new practice, you know, over and over. Uh, I use my backyard. I'll do it indoors. I go to the studio a lot, but I like it's a nice variety for me. And I also mix. I like up, that, man. I also mix up, you know. Sometimes it's restorative. Sometimes it's like a kick-ass vinyasa where I, you know, I walk out a sweaty mess. I just got to yeah. keep a little bit of the variety. Okay, um, like that. Which you know. For me, it keeps it interesting. Yeah. Have you ever done Bikram yoga, Corey? Yes, it's too hot. I can't. <laughs> shit's brutal, man. I, shit's brutal. I, uh, you know, I, and I draw the line at wearing a speedo. So. Ah, you know what's funny? I have it. I have it here in front of me. I was gonna bring up uh, reflecting on and just you know, uh, 
on like not giving a fuck, you know? So when I was, um, I used to teach, obviously you guys know, but just for listeners for context. So I went to Bikram yoga teacher training and, uh, I taught Bikram for a long time, but I remember like first time walking into like Bikram studio and there was a dude in a speedo first time going to class. And I was like, what? I was in like basketball shorts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then, and then fast forward like a year, I'm the dude in the speedo. (laughs) You like, get to a the- point where you don't give a fuck, you know? Because it's too fucking hot. It's hot. I go, I take off my shirt, and they're just like, okay, there's Corey doing his thing. And and it's just, it's my time on my mat, you know? Yeah, man. I had big... Bikram, I had a you know, stu- a speedo and tiny. I used to call them tiny shorts. I had a lot of pairs of tiny oh shorts. Man. I had cheetah ones, tiger ones. Maybe we'll put a we'll, ah. probably we'll link a couple of pictures in the show notes. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll <laughs> sell those on the website and get your uh, cheetah speedos, tiny shorts. Tiny the shorts. three of us, uh, three of us can sign it, and then uh, <laughs> you know, the value can on we e- give it? eBay is gonna like go That'll up. That'll get dudes to do yoga for sure. There you go. Yeah, right for there. sure, man. Nobody wants. Oh, to that. Sh- oh <laughs> shit, man! Oh shit! All right, Corey, let's let's fast forward to the uh, the hashtag. So we do we do this thing on the show now called the hashtag Lighten Up Round. You haven't heard it yet, Corey, because there's no recordings with oh, it yet. But you're okay. but you're gonna you're gonna get it, Brian. You right? You got some questions, Brian? You got uh, I, lo- some stuff? I love the questions that I saw that you made. Those were fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I was proud. The, the hashtag. I was proud. <laughs> I was look, I was looking at Magoo. Magoo's my wife. Her real name's Sam. We call her Magoo. But we were looking at those questions. I was proud of you. Yeah, I was proud of you, Pedro. Because because here's the here's the here's the scoop, guys. Uh, Brian. Um, is the wild card okay so brian is the one who comes up with the, the random shit you know so I, i'm kind of like the structure order yes. brian's the wild card and that's what makes it flow you know you gotta the, you guys work well together you're the, that's that's why it happens yeah. You know? yeah the yin to the yang yeah. you know so i i wrote a couple wild card questions but uh but brian's always got some crazy shit up his sleeve or on his sleeve <laughs> you know so okay Corey. Numero uno, and these are uh, the in the lighten up round, Corey. No thoughts, real. Just like you know, intuition, gut. Just shoot it out, like whatever, whatever would be, you know. So, all right, first one. This one's fun, Corey. If Disneyland, because Corey loves Disneyland, and so does Brian. Yes. Like you guys are bros over Disneyland. If Disneyland had a yoga studio in it, what would it be called? Uh, I think it's something to do with Pluto's Down Dog. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing it, that's, that's so, so good. good would it be in california adventure disney world or disneyland or the definitely disneyland mm. because that's the traditional characters they don't cross pollinate as much over to california adventure uh, that's kind of the more the latter pluto's yeah pluto's down pluto's dog down that dog. is the I'm going to fucking have a yoga studio trademark in South that, Florida. <laughs> yeah, let's trademark that immediately. Right. Uh, mine is, uh, you know, to infinity and beyond, you know, but I, I had a little more time. To I, think have a, uh, yeah. I have a logo in my head. All right. All right. <laughs> Cor- love Corey love thinks it. in logos. That's his, he's a marketer. He just, everything's a logo to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, Brian, you go. All right, this is a wild card question, and it just came up because Hurricane Karen landed, made landfall today. <laughs> Who would make a better yoga teacher, a tornado, or a hurricane? Better yoga teacher, like that would pack the classes. He'd write a book, like. Who would make a, a better yoga teacher? Tornado or a hurricane? Tornado or a hurricane? A tornado or a hurricane? 
I would say tornado. Mm. Boom. Because yeah. that thing fucking like <laughs> sweep it all up. Yeah. You can't get, plan for the tornado. You can plan for Karen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't it's plan for the tornado. That, no, that tornado no. would have a fucking a million followers too. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Dude, that was the most random fucking question. I love it. <laughs> wild card, man. Is, wild card. No, the, Pe- Pedro it, and I, I talked about card. it. We're like, hey, you know, you're the lead. Like, you're gonna lead this motherfucker, and yeah. I will throw the wild card shit in. I need to draw wild card. I'm, I'm gonna have to uh, Pluto's down dog. You guys can approach Pluto on that. I wrote it. I wrote it down. Yeah. I wrote it down. Pluto's down dog. <laughs> Corey, who reaches in? Who, who reaches enlightenment first? Daisy Duck or Donald Duck? Definitely Daisy Duck. I think women are much more uh, smart in, answer in, in, in tune than men are. Fucking oh, but duck. I, li- I like it. Brian, you know, we used to we used to have on the Yogi Show Live, we used to have music. Brian, we need to have like, can we put music oh, into yeah, audio I'll clips do, of oh, cla- yeah. <laughs> fake clapping audiences I'll do that. and shit? Oh my God, great idea. It was fucking... Write that shit down. Yes. I'm going to add that. You're probably hearing clapping, fake fake laughing right now. I want the big cheer. Yeah. (sighs) They're hearing clapping right now. Oh, my gosh. This is great. Okay, Brian, go. Let's see here. If uh, How many tacos? If you... you, If you, this is a, not a Wait, yoga question. You had me a taco. This is wild card This, this is fuck. not a yoga question. And so for $1 million, how many tacos would you be willing to eat? How many? Like realistically, <laughs> think about it. In an hour. Like in an hour, you had a, you had a time limit. In an hour. Probably. Well, I'm trying to think how many you could do. In uh, a minute, Corey's thinking about logos right now. Taco logos. And <laughs> He's looking at taco logos. <laughs> taco logos. He's trying to brand this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Fifty. I don't know. Uh, 50. Fifty. That's a lot that of tacos. Is. That's a lot of fucking. I think tacos. you could do it, but if yeah. they're like street tacos and they're small mm. little bad boys, it's it might be achievable, boys. Shit, man. Shit. <laughs> He's thinking about putting fifty tacos on a logo right now. <laughs> Corey, where are the best tacos in Los Angeles? Best tacos? Um, I don't know. In LA? Uh, LA, I don't know about. Or Orange County. Okay, Orange County. Yeah. Uh, there's a little hole in the wall down the street called Bobby D's, and it's just authentic. And we go. Bobby D's. Yeah, we go there a lot, and they know my order when I walk in. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's kind of our family, uh, a family thing. And it's especially when my kid comes home for college. That's one of usually the first things that we'll hit up as a family. Go to Bobby D's. Bobby D's. Bobby D's. Yeah. So there was a, I love it. There was a, there was a, okay. When I, okay, hold on one second. Pause on Bobby D. So when I was, uh, I don't know, 14 or 15 or something, there was a CD called Bobby D six and two thirds. And it was a rave CD. If anybody knows what that is, it was the best fucking CD ever. <laughs> And like I can't find it anywhere. You can't find it online. I have no idea who the DJ actually is, but oh I listened to that gosh. thing over like fucking ten thousand times. You gotta put a and, reward uh, out. I mean, it's like, is there and any- it might be that it, Bobby D might be at the taco place. Like it might be his taco and he's a raver. There, you, you gotta incentivize consumers. Is there a yeah. uh, Namaste merch giveaway for the person that finds it? <laughs> yes, Ooh, there yeah. is. Yeah, we'll there do you. that. 
There you go. That drives people to your uh, website to order shit. If anybody <laughs> can find Bobby D six and two thirds and like the album and where to stream it, please send it to me there and we will go. send you some merch. Yeah, so Corey is a marketing guru. He's a marketing guru, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Like Corey, what's some marketing advice for yogis out there? Just what's some oh. marketing advice? Sage advice. Sage advice. Sage advice. Um, like one thing, like the one thing you preach. You mean like starting their own business kind of thing? Sure. Because um, you're killing it. I think you have to provide more value than just pictures of poses. Um, if yes. you're truly into like wellness and value added, why do I want to follow you? What am I going to get? What's going to inspire mm. me? Um, so people that want to kind of grow themselves as a brand, you have to be a little bit more deep. Um, and look, I love, you know, the fluffy photos and stuff that I'll post, but it's meaningful to me because it makes me feel good in that moment. But I'm not trying to grow myself as a brand, but for the yogis out there that are looking for endorsement deals and all of that, you got to be more than just kind of the poses. There has to be something else that you bring to the table. That's why I love your guests, the yoga couple and some of the stuff that, you know, oh, I, yeah. I discovered them from like, you know, from you guys and yep. they've written some books and they, they've got a lot of interesting shit. That's how you grow a brand authentically yep. and organically because there's something of value that, that those two really have. And they're honest and they're genuine and they're sharing their story, which is uncomfortable, but it's fascinating. And I, I applaud yep. people like that because that's how you do it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know, from like my research and like what I'm, what I'm looking how to help people, it's like, you know, whatever like your story is. You know, whatever your story is or whatever you're like, you're really working on and whatever yoga is really bringing to you, like fucking share that, teach that because other people are probably working on that too. Like for, for me, it's just fucking yoga. Like that's not going to affect certain, certain people are going to hate it. I mean, I, I do get some hate with that, but it's like, but you, you got your, your tribe. Yeah. You got your tribe. Karen Jacobs is pissed. <laughs> I get a lot of hate with that, but you know, it's that, that's like my truth. And yeah. yep. you know, if you're sharing Speaking deep stuff, but you know what, you have a strategy. And so the technical marketing answer to your question is what's the strategy that I have to either grow a brand or to do anything in life. You got to have a strategy. Mm. strategy. What I share yeah. with my clients and brands, don't just race to the shiny octave. Uh, object, which is the tactic. Don't just think that you're going to get on social media and all of a sudden your brand's going to grow up overnight, blow up overnight. What is the strategy? Are you trying to drive awareness of your brand? Are you trying, trying to drive trial, meaning people to purchase your product? Like you got to understand what it is that you're, what's your goal and what your strategy is. And then you figure out how you can go ahead and do that. Right. Create the roadmap. You yep, know. Exactly. And I, and I think about that too. Like when, when Brian, you were saying about like sharing authentic messages, just like you, Corey, both of you guys, authentic messages and Brian really saying you're sharing your personal story because that's what a lot of people relate to. I think the same way. It's like whatever you're going through, like share it. <clears throat> if it's, you know, if it's something that, if that's what you're looking to do and like your brand is based around you, like yoga with Pedro is my brand, shameless plug for myself. Um, 
you know, when I put content onto my Instagram or <clears throat> into my local classes and whatever, I'm sharing the messages that are resonating with me because that's what's important. Like that is where the yoga, if someone connects with that, they're going to want to experience more of it. You know, so you have to share authentic messages that are giving value. Yes. And that's what you guys have made clear. And I think this is a huge, huge takeaway all the way at the end of this episode is like sharing your authentic message, adding the value, not just a pretty picture. Yes, those go, those are beautiful, but that's that's not, you know, likes and follows does not equal admiration and dollars. Right doesn't happen you know so it doesn't it doesn't how it works if you're building a personal brand like survival like i gotta pay for food i got three kids man a lot of fucking food here but i think about uh brian's story where he's kind of a manly man dude (laughs) played golf right big beard very much you know this sort of macho-y guy and the fact that he kind of you know on a lark sort of poked fun at yoga but then really discovered sort of his truth so there's an authentic really sort of unique story there and back to your question a while ago about how do we kind of get more dudes sort of involved Mm -hmm. like that what you have has the ability to translate to other sort of dudes out there that yeah they think that yoga is either effeminate or they're embarrassed like i was because you couldn't fucking touch your toes like whatever those connections are to inspire people both of you guys you you know continue to keep doing what you're doing because it is providing value absolutely thank you thank thank you three of us are you know friends on the daily i mean that's that's like one of the biggest benefits of my practice i wouldn't have discovered you guys right right hooligans had i not like you know (laughs) know, started trolling the instagram and and fell in love with your guys stuff Oh man, thanks yeah, a lot. It's like Corey. a natural progression. Just anyone out there, like if you like if you change your vibration, you know, if you change your intention, the universe is gonna find it for you. You know, the relationships are gonna find you. If you change your right. intention, you change the vibration. Like if I if I if I didn't change my intention, change my vibration, I wouldn't have found Pedro, I wouldn't have found Corey, I wouldn't have found this amazing no yoga community. You know, yeah, no and then it's just, and, and also like after after hearing Pedro, you talk Pedro and then Corey. You know, one thing, especially in yoga, when you learn yourself, and me being competitive, like I used to play competitive golf, and golf is like an individual sport. So you want to beat the fuck out of everyone else. There's no team. I was terrible at team sports. I tried to play my high school golf team, and I was absolutely horrendous on my high school golf team because I wanted to fucking destroy everybody, you know? And that that was just my mentality. But coming into yoga, I had to really stop being competitive. And it was only until recently, you know, doing a meditation practice is like, I'm not fucking competing with anybody else. Like in terms of likes or followers or, you know, what pose I can do. I'm not competing with any fucking buddy else. It's, it's just me. Like it's me yeah. getting better myself, you know? And it's like well said. Like even even with like this podcast, this friendship, this brochacho ness, it's like like I, I've accepted Pedro is just fucking better at leading a podcast. I've accepted you're the fucking marketer, you know? I'm the wild card. Like you gotta accept <laughs> your fucking strengths and weaknesses and harness those strengths, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
but the you do man yeah the, the the quiet wild card is usually one that brings out the, those jewels <laughs> yeah don't that's dis- the right that's don't right discount yourself my friend yeah yeah that's yeah, it's right not, yeah and it's just focusing on your strengths and, and it's like pet Corey, you said like the yoga couple you know and any anyone out there it's like if you you're not in a relationship like you don't have to be the yoga couple. You can take what they're providing, you know, and then harness what you're doing. I, I don't know if I'm explaining this like correctly, but it's like, don't try and be someone else. Like, try and be right. your fucking yeah, genuine right. self. Like, you don't have to be the yoga couple. You don't have to be Brian Kess. You don't have to be Pedro. You don't have to be Corey. You be your fucking self. And that's a great fucking story on its own. But what yeah. I loved about the yoga couple is, first of all, they're both beautiful. Yeah, they're awesome. And yes. what's interesting is if you kind of pull back the veneer, they're like everybody else. They have like raw right? feelings and they're trying to figure shit out as well. And yoga has allowed them to you know, get to that space and speak their truth. And for that, that's, you know, it's amazing. Like all of your guests have, you know, each week you guys provide incredible value because you're bringing these uh sources of knowledge and wisdom and they're just like these pearls and nuggets and i was pretty stoked to hear my yoga teacher had discovered you guys and she was listening to it as well and she's sharing it and so it's like tell a friend i mean i I want you guys just to blow up because what you're doing man it's providing value it's happening, man. It's definitely happening. happening. You know, when I made when I made a meme, my first meme ever, I had zero followers. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> now I have like a hundred and forty thousand. So you know, it just takes time, integrity, and patience. And that's it the does. one thing that I would leave everybody with on this show. And I think that uh they've gained from this episode is that uh put in the work, get into alignment, and just do yoga. And everything else will take care of itself. The main thing is to get out of your own way. Yes. Don't let yourself talk. Don't talk yourself out of things that you can't do, you shouldn't do, you know, like, you know, risks you should take. Just allow yourself the opportunity to practice yoga, to feel good, to get clear, and then move forward from there. And whatever it is that you're doing in life with your family, with your relationships, with your job with yourself you know what i mean buckle the fuck up because your life is about to change (laughs) it's about to change it's about to change i'm telling you it's about to change guys i was okay so uh, before we sign off here in a minute i was at full moon beach yoga teaching like a week or two or a month ago something like that and this guy no 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 well (laughs) people were crying but this gentleman (laughs) came up to me and he started telling me he's like i just started discovering yoga and this meditation and like I'm, I'm like starting to really get into it, and all I could think about, it, and I'm thinking about you guys, and in my head I'm like, this motherfucker is about to go down the rabbit hole. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. Yeah. Oh my god! Yep. And he was awesome. He was the coolest dude, man. He doesn't even know like about the door, know. the trap door that's opening that he's gonna go down and discover. And so if you're on the ride down right now into the rabbit hole, you're on your journey to, to discovery, and sometimes it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable. I would encourage you to embrace the little discomfort that you're experiencing in this moment. I love your little as, meme with right. Alice going down the hole. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. In, in, embrace the discomfort as you're going down the hole, as you're looking to create that change, not only in your 
physical body maybe, but in your mental state, in your relationships, in your emotions, embrace the discomfort and change because on the other side is all the magic. It's that mo- that point where it's most uncomfortable. Right when you get past that, as you breathe into it, the door opens and all of the abundance, all of the new shit starts unfolding. Just embrace it. You got this, my friends. Love it, dude. You guys are amazing, bro. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to A, be part of your life and also to be part of the vision that you guys have created. It's true. It's, thank you. it's a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's just going to get thank better you. and better and better and better and better. You just. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Just, life is good and it's only good, getting better. Gratitude, you know? gratitude. I mean, right. I mean we're, we're, all, we're all in the gratitude. You know? Yeah. All about the gratitude. All about the gratitude. All right, gentlemen, we're going to sign off on this episode of The Yogi Show. Please check back uh, the, the, the yogishow.com for all the links, all the stuff. Check out the outro from Mr. Uh, Karen Jacobs. Yeah. He's going to drop on you guys. And uh, we're grateful to be here. Thank you, Corey. Yeah. Thank you, Thank Karen. You Thank you so guys. much, Corey. Namaste. Karen signing hey. off. Thank you so much for listening to the Yogi Show podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Go visit theyogishow.com. We provide all the show notes for you, all the links that we talked about today. Thank you, Corey Science, for being on the show today. Thank you, DJ Taz Rashid, for providing the music on the Yogi Show today. DJ Taz Rashid makes some awesome music for those yoga class playlists. You better check him out. And I know you need... The trivia answer for the mid-episode trivia. So the question was, which animal has the highest blood pressure? Which animal has the highest blood pressure? And the answer is a giraffe. A giraffe has the highest blood pressure. Pressure? What? I can't even talk. Blood pressure. The giraffe has the highest blood pressure. So... Instead of goat yoga, maybe there needs to be giraffe yoga because giraffes need to kind of chill it down, right? I don't know. I'm not a zoologist. I just do this podcast and I'm a yoga instructor. What do I know? But thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you all have a great rest of your week. And remember, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Namaste.